Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. The marvelous galaxy. The uh, Disney, yeah. Hello, and welcome to the marvelous galaxy of Disney. My name's Sean. You seem uncertain. Oh, Sean speaks whale, apparently. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> inclusive of whales. Oh. oh. I'm Alan, by the way. And that feminine voice you heard was, was Rachel. Sean. Was oh. Sean. <laughs> Sean. It's me, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. You are here because we decided to watch a movie at home and then go see the sequel that came out yesterday in theaters. It's a very good movie. Yes. Yeah. But it's not Disney, so Alan won't allow me to say what it is. <laughs> Shut it. It did have a Disney preview. It did have a Disney preview in front of the movie about Horror being and inside death. a place with four walls that and trying to get out of from? it. Yes. Okay. Trying to escape the room. Oh. <laughs> so enough about that. We have a lot of news for you today. So much news. So much news. We have news on a few Marvel movies. We have a president in the Hall of Presidents. Lots of news about uh, Star Wars characters jumping from cartoons to real life. There's some theories about who's going to play those characters. Rachel wants to waste our time talking about Run Disney. <laughs> you guys, Run Disney is the best thing that they've ever come up with. <laughs> and um, I've got some news about my trip to the park. I did all the things that I teased you with last week so that I could talk about it this week. Yay, things. Yay. All right, let's get started. <laughs> Speaking, so, you uh, got some news for us on the Blade reboot. Yeah, speaking of things. Um, oh, wow. So, ever since Kevin Feige announced that there's going to be a Blade reboot back in um, one of the San Diego Comic Cons, um, they, Marvel just announced um, their director, um, and his name is Bassam Tariq. Hopefully, I said that correctly. Um, but he seems like a fresh, young. Um, Director, he hasn't really done a lot of like mainstream movies. His latest one back in 2020 was uh, it's called Mogul Mowgli. I, I think it's Mogul. Mogul. Oh, Mowgli. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of um, the Jungle Book. Well, because the second word is Mowgli, yeah, which is Jungle Book. Yeah, but the first it's Mogul Mogul. Mowgli. Okay, Mogul. It's really Mowgli. hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm excited. You know, I think he's going to bring a fresh, new perspective into um, the MCU with Blade. Um, so yeah, uh, that is supposed to come out, I believe, summer of. I think they're saying 2023. 2023. Yeah, so definitely so, looking forward to it. They're working on it now. Is Blade a popular character? Is there a reason to reboot these movies? I don't know, because I feel like he wasn't really as well known until the Wesley Snipes movies came out. And then, of course, everybody knew him. But I feel like people are still like, oh, Blade's part of Marvel? Yeah. Because yeah. it's sort of, like, separate. I never thought of it as mm-hmm. a Marvel franchise. Well, and I... I never actually think about it at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In I... terms of vampires. I imagine the purpose of the reboot is to bring him in with the rest of the characters because in the comics for a while now, there's been this really cool thing where Dracula has, like, risen yet again, which makes no sense with a prior storm thing. I hear that there's a really good storyline 
where <laughs> Jubilee becomes a vampire. You know what? You were invited to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Jubilee is Alan's favorite, so he must really love that. I'm really excited for this movie now. <laughs> Even more so. But um, the vampires have become more of a thread line throughout all the stories. Like, the Avengers fight the vampires. The vampires attack the X-Men. So... I think this could be a fun way of making them like a bad throughout the different movies as well. All right. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. I was terrified of the Wesley Snipes Blade movies because they were like really gory and I was a little kid when I watched it. I don't think I ever really watched them. I own them. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of them though. <laughs> yeah. I prefer the Underworld movies. Mm. I prefer Interview with the Vampire. Oh, that too. With the sexy people. <laughs> She's still got life in her yet. That's but that's not Disney. <laughs> what were you going to say? He was going to say that's not Disney. Stop I was going to say what part of the MCU were they from? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> They're from the part where <laughs> Yelena may have snapped. Snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> so we brought this up when we saw Black Widow. It was one of the things that I complained about about the movie. <laughs> I didn't have too many complaints, but that was one of them. But now apparently Kevin Feige is saying she might have. I'm just not going to tell you yet. Yeah, no. He's teasing people on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he hosted like a, a watch Twitter live type uh, situation where he but, uh, tweeted a bunch of tweets uh <laughs> as, <laughs> during, he the as he watched the movie. yeah so yeah i mean people were dying to know if she survived the snap but he didn't say anything yeah because i feel like the part the after credit scene that we saw with her with valentina valentina, valentina. um like that's more that would have been post snap times right Yes, because that was after Endgame. So it would have been, but it it isn't necessarily post the first snap, but it's after the second snap. So it's like, well, what happened to her in the middle of the two snaps? Yeah, because Black Widow would have happened just before Infinity War, Mm -hmm. and the post-credits was just after Endgame. And we can't tell if she's five years older or if she stayed five years the same there. good skin. Good skin. And that would explain why she didn't know more about like Black Widow and Hawkeye and what happened if she was just not there for all that time. Yes. And it would be more fresh, probably like the feeling of loss. Mm-hmm. Cause she would just yeah. have gotten back and her sister, sister in quotes is gone. Now I wonder though, like what's the ramifications of this? Cause like, is there a point to keeping it secret? Is yeah. it going to be a big revelation or did they just like forget? <laughs> Well, I think he's, like, using... Because he's saying that, like, this, the answers will happen in Hawkeye. So it's kind of okay. like, tune in to Hawkeye to find out. So it's kind of... He's, he's tying those two together. Yeah. Because what if she isn't fresh back from the snap and she has spent those five years, like, hating Hawkeye and having this big vendetta and training herself up more, getting ready to murder him? That wouldn't make sense, though, because... Black Widow died right before they unsnapped. So she wouldn't have known. Before they unsnapped? Yeah, because they they went and got the stones. I get them all confused in my brain. They went and got the stones and fixed everything. Okay. But is she blaming Hawkeye for... Because he was there when Black Widow died, committed suicide, or like uh, offered herself, right? 
Yeah, so I'm yeah. guessing Valentina somehow must have gotten word yeah. that that's how it went down, and she probably twisted it in. Like, you should have say, convinced my sister not to do yeah, that. Yeah, she probably twisted it in Yelena's eyes, so now yeah. Yelena's on this vendetta that she doesn't have the full story for. Mm-hmm. 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 Possibly we'll didn't even tell him. Her that she's like, these two went out, and he let her die there. Yeah. Came back. That's all you need to know. Kill him now. Yeah. Kill him dead. We'll just have to see when Hawkeye comes out. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Hawkeye coming out, he's gay? <laughs> <laughs> Another character has come out and premiered in uh, the Hall of Presidents at Walt Disney World. Um, our newest president, Joe Biden. <laughs> Um, just got, I guess, installed into the the attraction itself. Yeah. So really excited. It was down for f- quite a few months, I think right after um, the election. So, um, yeah, I took a look at a picture and he looks accurate versus the, the Trump one that they did. Does he <laughs> not look like a repurposed Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> yes. They pur- okay. It looks like they purposely made it for him. Okay. Yeah. It still looks kind of weird. I, yeah. I feel like they do really good jobs with, like, Captain Jack Sparrow ones where I'm like, it looks so real. Right? And then I see the Hall of President ones and I'm like, oh, no. I am uncomfortable. I have to go. <laughs> Maybe you'd look better if you were wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <I don't> know. <laughs> but, like, even what's cool, too, is that they didn't just, like, put him in there and then that's it. Like, there are some, like, little details, too. They put installed. Uh, peach blossoms uh, next to him in a vase um, that represents his Delaware um, upbringings, and then also his aviary glasses or sunglasses. <laughs> oh, he is very he, well he's, known for yeah, those. Yeah, known for that. So yeah. that's like just those little pieces of detail, which is really cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Want to know what else is really cool? What? We have a Game of Thrones alum joining Marvel. Another oh. one because we already have Kit. Kit. What's his last name? Jon Snow. Jon Snow is already making the jump as Black Knight, but now we also have Amelia Clark, who plays the mother of dragons, Daenerys. And Jon Snow's best lover and aunt. And aunt. Oops, spoilers. (laughs) That's right. Nobody pays attention anymore (laughs) after that last season. Um, She will be joining the cast of Secret Invasion. Ooh. Ooh. Which, if you've heard our show, we talked about a little bit. Secret Invasion in the comics is this whole idea that the squirrels, the aliens, not the chittering little animals. Squirrel! (laughs) She likes to cry like the squirrel from Sword in the Stone. It's weird. I'm really good at it. Okay. (laughs) So the shape-shifting aliens, the squirrels, not the reptilians... In no. Secret Invasion, they secretly take over certain people within the heroes and within um, society, and uh, we'll see what the show's about. I imagine it would be something similar, and I imagine Amelia will probably play a high-ranking female squirrel alien. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. I think she's a fabulous actress. I know. I was really excited when she was in Terminator Genesis, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a good movie despite the trailer ruining something huge. And then the movie didn't do as well, and they blamed it all on her. Oh. So I was like, that sucks for her. Yeah. She's fabulous. I know. And she's beautiful. She just does the lines that are given to her. She cannot control bad writing. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen that. Yes, you have. <laughs> Did I? That's the one where it turned out in the preview, oh, in the trailer. Is that the one 
before they give away the big thing, and then I got really mad, and I was like, yeah. why did you do that? Yeah. That should have been a big twist. Yeah. Not a twist, and they ruined it. They ruined it. And I thought, well, there would probably be a bigger twist. No, that no, was the no, twist. That, that oh, was, no, that, that was, was it. moment. Uh, speaking of a moment, um... <laughs> <laughs> Your transitions, you guys, they are spot on. So we got some more news about the Obi-Wan show, and this has led to a bigger topic, which we are here to tell you about. All of the theories. All the people and theories that are showing up. We have so many theories. I mean, we don't. We don't don't. sit here going crazy with theories, but the internet, (laughs) it has all the theories. Mm Mm-hmm. So we already had Ahsoka. She was like the big one that came out in live action played by Rosario Dawson. Your love. She's my love. She's like my female like actress that I want to haul past for. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. Wow. (laughs) So along with her, we've also gotten word that this is crazy to me. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Grand Admiral Thrawn was introduced in the books, like, what, 20, 25 years ago? Mm-hmm. And then he made the jump to Star Wars Rebels, and now he's making a jump from Star Wars Rebels, the 3D cartoon show, to live action. Ooh. Yeah. We'll see who plays him in a little bit. There's some yeah. theories. We have many theories and whispers. Along with him, we have Ezra Bridger, who, of course, is the main character in Star Wars Rebels. He starts off as a young Jedi, or young Padawan, learning to become a Jedi. And he is uh, accompanied by Sabine and Hera, who are both also making their live-action debuts. So this is huge because I remember when Rise of Skywalker came out and they said somebody who's in the cast, everybody was like, it's Ezra, it's Ezra, it's going to be Ezra, Ezra's going to be in the movie, but unfortunately he wasn't. (laughs) But uh, this is cool because I think it's fun when you actually do pay attention to the comics and the shows and then they bring it into the main storyline, the shows and the TVs. Mm Mm-hmm. TV shows TV and movies. And the <laughs> then you have more backstory. But if you're still kind of new to everything or you're a casual watcher, <laughs> Rachel. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> I almost won that <laughs> trivia game. What golden droid lost their arm? <laughs> uh, C3PO. What C-3PO. golden droid lost their head? Oh, it's C3PO. <laughs> Who said, Luke, I am your father? Mm, is that C-3PO? <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> You lost. (laughs) So, yeah. So, a lot happening there. Um, It looks like Thrawn is reportedly going to be in the book of Boba Fett. (gasps) Yeah, we already had a mention of his name in Mm -hmm. Mandalorian, right? We did. And I got so excited. (laughs) Um, And originally, Thrawn was rumored to be getting his own TV show, but it looks like they've kind of pushed him over to the book of Boba and it seems like he might also possibly have something to do with the Ahsoka thing because it wasn't she like mm-hmm. kind of going after him. Yeah. So in the books, he was a really huge character because it's I think the books took place five years after the emperor had died and the Imperials were in disarray. They didn't have any leader. And Thrawn was the one who came about and was like, I shall lead you. So I think that's why everybody loves him. And that booming voice, 
I can see why some of the rumors started about who might be him. Yeah. Should we talk about that? Yeah. So people have so many theories, you guys. And one of the things that kind of started this theory was that we have the Marvel What If coming out. And they're using a lot of the voice talents of the people that have actually played the characters in the live action universe. (laughs) But you guys, Benedict and Brie Larson are not voicing their characters, even though their characters are in there. So there can only be one thing that this means. Obviously. Only one thing. They have nothing else to do. The one thing that it means, they're obviously going to be in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Thrawn. Obviously. (laughs) Which in a uh, interview, he already said, I do not want to play Thrawn because I do not want to paint myself blue. Mm-hmm. And he just in, wanted to trick us. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, Trixie, it's tricks a ruse. Yeah. A and of course, ruse. Brie Larson must be playing Mara Jade Skywalker. Who George who doesn't, Lucas doesn't hate. Yeah. And he definitely <laughs> wants her in all the things. And who would definitely fit into the story when <laughs> Luke has not known her up to that point. Well, what people are saying now that young Luke is around with mm-hmm. the tiny child. Start over. Uh, like maybe him and Mara can... Yeah, hitch up with that child together or something. Yeah. Now but this, she has to be an assassin first, because that's yeah. an important part of her storyline. That's my favorite word, because you get to say ass two times <laughs> in polite conversation. I feel like this is the second time you've mentioned yes, it. Yes, it is. I mention on every show. I've mentioned it multiple times on my charm show. <laughs> so this is this is some RuPaul stuff right here. See, I watched what I said. I didn't say the other word. I said stuff. This is some RuPaul stuff right here, (laughs) because whenever somebody's, like, not posting every single day, people are like, oh, she must be an all-stars. She's an (laughs) all-stars. She must be an all-stars. It's the only thing that it could mean, you guys. Like, we do not take jumps. We make only the most logical conclusions. (laughs) So, I have some good and bad news for everybody. Oh, yeah? The role of Theron. Is Benedict Cumberbatch? Is not Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no. It's Lars Mikkelsen, who actually, this is a, this has been another rumor that's been floating around. Lars Mikkelsen is actually both a voice actor and a live action actor. Mm-hmm. And he also does the voice of Thrawn <laughs> in Rebels. So many episodes. Yeah. Many, many episodes. <laughs> and he actually kind of looks like the guy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it works. Yeah, it, it works. definitely works. And help me out with this, this name, Rachel, oh. for uh, for Ezra Bridger. I was looking at his name earlier. Oops. It is Mena Masood. Mena Masood. Yeah, I think Mina yeah. or Mena. Mena, Mena. You may recognize him as Aladdin. Aladdin. The live action Aladdin. Live action Aladdin. Yes. Aladdin. I think he's perfect for Ezra. I love this casting decision. I know both of you don't watch Rebels, but just looking at the side by side right here, they look. Yeah. One is green, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the other is not. But I don't mind looking at Aladdin guy. No, he's nice to look at. I mind looking at his movie Aladdin because <laughs> I didn't love it, <laughs> but I don't mind looking at him. Yeah, he's he's pleasant. Yeah, and it's nice that we're getting more. Uh, POC in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, the next big step is to get more LGBTQIA plus <laughs> in Star Wars. That's a lot to say now. That's a lot of letters. But we need to make sure we cover everybody. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, that's some exciting news. Sorry, those of you who really want Cumberbatch's Thrawn. Yeah. 
It'll be okay. We're here for you. I'm sure Benedict Cumberbatch is filming something else very secretive and exciting for you. And when I first heard that, I was like, that would be a lot to have these two stars. Because from what we know, Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange aren't going anywhere anytime soon in Marvel. They're still around. They're newer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because the only one who's jumped over is, uh, oh, just thinking of him. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped from Star Wars to Marvel, but like his trilogy's over in yeah. Star Wars, so it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. He's just so attractive. No. So attractive. No. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about your stupid races? <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, the news you've been waiting for Run Disney live action races <laughs> are returning! Yay! So, I don't, I, I guess not everyone knows that this happens, but one of my favorite things that Disney does is that it has races, uh, 5K, 10K, half marathons, and then once a year they do a marathon as well. And they used to do them both here at the park in Disneyland as well as in Florida. And then Star Wars Land, which I love, came along. But for some reason, they used this excuse to not stop doing the races. So all the ones on this side of the coast have stopped happening, which is very sad. And they keep having them out in Florida, but they have been halted during times of COVID. And they were doing virtual events, which I'm sorry. I find virtual running events to just be so not as fulfilling because they just send you a medal in the mail and you don't have to do any, like you could not run the race and still get that medal. But for these live action ones, you get to run through the parks when like no normal people are there. They have characters out on the racetrack. They have music playing. Uh, when I did the marathon, we went into every single park in Florida. So it We hit up every park, and then we also went to the ESPN zone. That's where we finished off. And then I collapsed and died. Um, But I love it. I'm, like, for some reason, I love doing these races, and I think I'm motivated by the medals. They give you so many medals. Shiny medals. I still have my Avengers one. I know. I made Sean run a 10K. (laughs) I did run a 10K. I wanted to die. It was the Avengers one. (laughs) Yes. It was worth it. This is how she suckered me into it. It's Marvel. You'll love it. Okay. (laughs) And it was so funny because that was back when they were still kind of navigating having the Marvel characters in the park. Mm -hmm. Like, so it was a big thing about that. It had to specifically be the Avengers and no other characters were allowed to touch it. It was very weird, uh, but fun. So I signed up for the very first one that's returning, which is going to be part of the wine and dine season over there in Florida and it's their wine and dine. I'm doing the 10 K and the half marathon and it's all Disney villains themed, which we all love some Disney villains. So there's going to be, uh, medals that are featuring Yzma and nightmare before Christmas. And, um, who are the other ones that I said here? I got pictures. <laughs> oh no, the pictures are hiding themselves. Okay. Yeah. So Ursula is the one where you get for doing both the 10 K and the half marathon. You wow. get Ursula. Yzma is the half marathon. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is the 10 K. The evil queen is the 5 K. And then there's a little kids run with Captain Hook. 
but no Maleficent. No Maleficent this year, but that's okay. They're always kind of swapping them yeah. in, and I feel like they've used Maleficent a lot in the past, but they are, like, rethinking some of their things. There used to be really set races that they're having, and it looks like instead of having the princess one in the spring, they're just having this, like, spring fling one, and I don't know how I feel about that, because princesses. And they used to do a really cool one that was Star Wars. Oh. So I think we had the light side over here, and then you'd go do the dark side mm-hmm. in Florida. So I did a year where I went to both of those, and I did the 10K and half here, 10K and half there. You guys, I got so many medals. I got, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Eight medals <laughs> running two races on each coast, and one of them was shaped like the Millennium Falcon. So be jealous of me always. Thank you. I think this is news. <laughs> They're back, you guys. <laughs> Come run with me. You know I'm just giving you a heart. <laughs> I think it's news. <laughs> Meet me in Florida. <laughs> in November, it'll be fun. Well, you know what we could use to drive out to see you is a certain car that's right now at downtown Disney. Oh, it's going to be a good car to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it'll keep you entertained. Why aren't you on the with this transition? We transitioned so nicely. Yeah, wait, what car transition. are you talking about? It's the car that has the rocks tequila in it. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a food truck. That was a masterful <laughs> transition. Like... <laughs> well, first off. <laughs> I was like, what? I was thinking like the race car. Like. <laughs> Lightning McQueen? Are we driving Lightning McQueen out Is there? like Corella's car still out there? Ooh, that'd be fun. It is, actually. It, is. it was there Thursday. <laughs> but yeah, so after that transition setup. Um, well, first off, did you guys know that The Rock is not just an actor, um, a wrestler? What? And other stuff. <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> he, he also owns, stuff. <laughs> owns a brand of tequila, too. That's amazing. Yeah, and right now he is going on a little tour in his tequila food truck mobile. Um, and he just made an appearance at Downtown Disney, um, giving out free samples of his tequila and a shot, as well as um, a sample of like a... Um, French toast type of thing. Um, so everyone is really excited. Um, draw huge crowds at downtown Disney. Um, the only thing is that they only had a certain amount of tickets to give out for people to line up and get it. But with downtown Disney, they're no longer holding capacity. So there were just huge crowds at downtown Disney. I think it was yesterday. So, um, yeah, but I think it was also worked out for him because today, Saturday, the 20th, Fourth, um, they are doing a red carpet premiere at Disneyland for Jungle Cruise. Oh, they're doing oh. it there. Yeah, so oh, those are so fun. I know. I wish yeah. I could be there. <laughs> we were there once. We were there once. Oh, for Pirates, right? Yeah, the second Pirates. one. Yeah. You. you can see us on the special features. Really? Wait, were you there with me on that one? Were you there when I went with the British people as well? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. That might have been pirate. I was there for one of the pirates movies, and with the British people, I took them in the years two thousand six, <laughs> and I am on the special features. I think with Kira Knightley signing my stuff. I don't That's know. Cool. Yeah. And I got a picture of Johnny Depp very close to my face while we were there. Yeah. No, oh, but I wasn't in the special features. No. 
Speaking of special features, they show those at Disney Plus. Let's talk about Disney Plus. <laughs> I love Disney Plus. So Disney Plus is going on the Stories Continue Summer Tour 2021. Thank you. So here, I'll just read this here at Disney plus. We believe that the greatest stories don't have to end. They can continue and evolve in Loki. A God of mischief can find a new glorious purpose, glorious purpose, glorious purpose in the mighty ducks game changers. A team of underdogs can become mighty. We talked about that show. It should have been under ducks. Wow. <laughs> and in Turner and Hooch, a slobbery dog can turn into an unexpected hero. This summer, Disney Plus is hitting the road for the Stories Continue Tour. So basically what they're doing is they're going to four cities. So hopefully you live in one of these cities. <laughs> they're going to have special photo moments, giveaways, live entertainment, and more. Ooh. So July 24th, so today and tomorrow. Okay. When you're listening to this, yesterday and the day before, (laughs) they were in um, New York City. Oh, it's okay. We're not there. We're not there. July 30th and 31st, they're going to Chicago. All right, all right. August 6th and 7th, they're going to San Francisco. Ooh. And August 13th and 14th, they're going to... Los Angeles. Wonderful. Ooh. I do notice that there are two California cities on there. There are. We're Chicago cool. and Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles. So um, as we're recording this, they're in Flatiron Plaza. In Chicago, they'll be, oh, Grant Park. I went to Pokemon Go there. Oh. That's not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco, they'll be at Pier 27. And in Los Angeles, they'll be at the Santa Monica Pier. So I know we here in L.A. are planning on making an appearance there. So hopefully we run into some of you listeners. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exciting. I didn't even know they do this. Have you guys ever heard of this before? I've never heard of this before. I think it's something they're probably doing especially now to Mm -hmm. promote all these new shows that they have coming out. And I do think it's really interesting how a lot of the shows are kind of reboot type things. Because Turner and Hooch is a reboot of an old Mm -hmm. thing. Mighty Ducks was a reboot. Um, Although Loki isn't a reboot, it's a continuation of a character that started back in Marvel movies, what, 10 years ago now? Mm Mm-hmm. So it like it really is they're calling it the story continues and they're looking at these stories really that have continued and have kind of spanned generations now. But yeah, they're taking um more chances I feel with Disney Plus. So like I do thank Disney Plus for them exploring things like Hocus Pocus 2 or like a crazy ass Loki and Wanda show. Mm-hmm. So I think without it we wouldn't have these things. I, though I find they're weariness to trust hocus pocus for a second one to be very strange it's weird that it's taken them this long i mean we we were on the bandwagon before it got big but it did finally get big and it's It's like we're still having to be like hey you guys hey (laughs) do it Mm -hmm. i think when i went to the 20th anniversary they the writer guy was talking about how he wanted to do a second one and his whole this is what i envision it is and here we are 
yep. another five, six years later. <laughs> and they're still not even trusting it to theaters, which sucks. I'm sure theaters will eventually show it. But. Yeah. And they seriously, you can't look at the performance of the original one because they released it in freaking July. They were like, <laughs> I have Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus. We can't possibly have two movies in, That's crazy. in October. That'd be weird. <laughs> so... All right, the moment of truth has come. The moment like this. The moment of truth has come. <laughs> See, I said it again so I could cut you out. Oh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, no, that was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I had the Dole Whip split at Disney the other day. Yay! So this thing, it's you basically get to choose which two flavors you want. So there's the classic pineapple, there's raspberry, yes. mango, or limon. Mm-hmm. I got raspberry and I got pineapple. <laughs> oh, thank mm, goodness. I know. <laughs> there was there was a right answer in there, and you, you chose it. <laughs> I passed. <laughs> so what they do is instead of uh, taking bananas, they take a pineapple spear, and they put one on either side of your Dole Whips, and then they smother it in mandarin oranges, strawberries, blueberries, plantains, this thing was so delicious. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it even had, I feel like there was something that was either like a, I don't think it was a nut, but it was hard like a nut. Hmm. So it just had like a certain crunch to it. Yeah, my mom and I each got one. and Wait, we, oh, you each got one? We each got one. You didn't one. share wow. one? No. This thing cost $25. But you get the boat with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's basically just two things of two, um... Uh, soft or two scoops of oh. Dole Whip. So it wasn't like crazy that we didn't share it. Uh-huh. But I did offer to share it with her. She's really weird about oh. like, yeah. <laughs> you are contagious, so. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely, definitely say try that. It's like Rachel said, it's $25. But the boat <laughs> is so cute. Like, And you can do so much with it afterwards. I know. You can but put your hamster boat, in it. The little, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up with things to do with the boat. I don't even have a hamster. Well, you should get one now. The little, like, uh, smokestack on the boat is the spoon. So you can pull that out and use it as the spoon. You can also take your Marvel action figures and put them in the boat and make it look <laughs> like they're riding it. Wow. Yeah, I would never actually use it for food. Yeah. I feel like, oh, I would use it every day. Ah, knocking things over. I'm Repeatedly. Gonna, I touched the boat. I'm touching the boat. The boat. <laughs> so also, I got a chance to run over to Galaxy's Edge where I purchased the banana popcorn. Mm. Banana popcorn! Banana popcorn! I made everybody try it. What is the review of the banana popcorn? I like it. I, I, I feel like I knew I was going to like it because I like banana flavored things. Um, but I think it's good, too, that it's not so strong. It's like a hint of banana when you try it. Um, and it's kind of like kind of like a kind of corn. Um, it has like that little glazed or sugary crystallized pieces in it, too, on the popcorn. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was yummy, too. At first, because it, it just looks like kettle corn. Yeah. And at tr- first, it just tasted like kettle corn. So I was like, is this the <laughs> banana stuff? But then it had a very clear aftertaste of banana to it for me. 
Yeah, I did the ultimate test. Chris hates bananas. <laughs> so I did the thing I always do to Chris. And I was like, here, <laughs> try some popcorn. But don't leave your room. And he, <laughs> don't leave your room. And he was like, oh, it's pretty good. And then I was like, it's banana. It's banana, it's banana popcorn. <laughs> no. He's like, it is? I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> and even he was like, oh, it's pretty good, actually. Wow. It's like that time I made you listen to hands. <laughs> That's not Disney. <laughs> but that's how I did it. Yeah, Rachel was like, I'm going to put on this song. Do you want to hear this song? Do you like it? Do you like this song? Do you like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's Hanson. It's Hanson. <laughs> you like Hanson. You like Hanson? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, you guys. You're weird. We are weird. And um, I also got a chance to go on the Jungle Cruise ride. Ooh, which I was going to mention this earlier because you mentioned with The Rock's car is <laughs> <laughs> a mobile thing. Food truck? Food truck. There was no social distancing. And I was a wreck during the Jungle Cruise <laughs> line. And I'm not even like that crazy when it comes to this stuff, but just with the variant, like spreading the Delta variant. And so many people, like, not wearing masks. And then when you get in that Jungle Cruise line, there's the stairs, for example, that go up and down. Mm -hmm. So those stairs are already not very wide. They put a divider down the middle of the stairs. You have to share your step (laughs) with someone else. Like, you are literally jam-packed in there even more so than usual. And then you go on the boat and you're all sitting on each other's laps. I know. Yeah, so maybe that's why they're like, well, is it going on this? They must not care. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was fun. (laughs) Were the jokes still top-notch? The jokes, a lot of the jokes were pretty similar to what they have been. Good. Um, When we talked about this before, we talked a lot about how Disney said, we're adding a story. We're adding, you know, more elements. And I'm like... You did? did? You, Where? You saw, you saw <laughs> <Where>? the story? <laughs> um, the main thing they did is they moved some stuff around. Like, they had uh, one of the animatronics, like, in the beginning that was usually later in the ride. Like, the monkeys playing with the guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they had the expedition people, like, on the pole with the rhino. And yeah. he'll get his point across in the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> but, will. <laughs> um, instead of just being, like the African people, it was like different POCs on the pole this time. Like they were on one of the boats and yeah, yeah. they were the explorers. And then this was kind of (laughs) dark. Oh, the hippos were like tearing apart one of the ships that had gone before. I mean, they are teaching children that hippos are violent. Yeah. they And it's not just the ones in the trees that you got to worry about. Hippos and trees? That was my favorite <laughs> joke on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> because, you know, they always shoot the gun, like, up and yeah. outwards. So the guy's just like, I mean, look out for these ones wiggling their ears in the waters. But it's not the one in the water you have to look out for. The one it's the, the one in the trees. <gasps> look out! Bang! bang. <laughs> and he would shoot up into the trees. <laughs> that was my favorite joke. <laughs> And um, the other thing they did is they had another boat right after the hippos that was, like, overtaken by monkeys. That was cute. But, like, what I would have liked to see is more of the people that were on these boats, like, around you to make it a little more lighthearted than, like, did they get eaten by hippos? (laughs) These people have just been murdered. Yeah, basically. 
there wasn't really like I don't know. They talked about making characters in a storyline, and I didn't see any of that. Um, the biggest difference is there's no Trader Sam at the end. Mm-hmm. Instead, there's like a pop-up shop, <laughs> Trader <laughs> Sam's pop-up shop that has all these little items. It was fun. Hi. It was cute. Can you still get two heads for the price of one of yours? I don't think they mentioned that. Darn it. Yeah. Didn't get those heads. Yeah. It's a good deal. It is a good deal. And they didn't have any of the... Um, natives throwing spears at you. That was taken oh. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those are spears. <laughs> oh, you know what I miss is the Jingle Cruise. <laughs> the Jingle Cruise is so much fun. Every time, every year that that has not been there since they last did that, I'm a little bit sad in my heart because the Jingle Cruise was the best time. I think we also just had the perfect guide on that one. Probably. He was so funny. <laughs> he was hilarious. But I just also love, like, because, you know, they do up the park so beautifully when they put up mm-hmm. the lights and everything. And just to have things haphazardly scattered across this ride, because <laughs> yeah. it, it was decorated because the plane that was coming to deliver the decorations for Christmas crashed and so it was just oh, no. like tinsel just and like animals with lights <laughs> it was just my favorite thing yeah because i think i went on it later that year and i was like this is not funny <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i guess that is always the part of the jungle cruise is it depends on your skipper you gotta yeah. get a good mm-hmm. skipper to have a good time yeah i would be a great skipper I would, too. We say now until we actually have to do it. Oh, I am hilarious. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm really good at memorizing lines. Yes, you are. (laughs) And dances. So, other than that, my day was fun, except for I had to put up with my mom. (laughs) Oh, I mean, the sacrifices we make. I know. So, listeners, (laughs) just so you know what my pain was, we get to the park, and she's like... Should we get beignets? I'm like, <laughs> I'm not really feeling like beignets. Okay, okay. But beignets sound good. Should we get beignets? I'm like, if you want them, you can get them. Are you going to eat them with me? No, I don't really want beignets. Okay, I shouldn't have them. <laughs> Should we get beignets when we go over that way? <laughs> if you want the beignets, just get the beignets. I shouldn't have them. <laughs> <laughs> This happened most of the day, and we were walking out the park, and of course, I should have gotten those beignets. <laughs> <laughs> there was still a chance. There was still a chance. Yeah. yeah. There's Jazz Kitchen. Yeah. Don't tell her. Last chance beignets. <laughs> Get them as you leave. Oh. Should have gotten those beignets. <laughs> and she is haunted to this day. <laughs> By beignets. I think your mom just texted beignets. you. <laughs> But no, we had a very good time. I mean, it was cute because when we went on um, Rise of the Resistance, there was a mom and her son next to us, and they had never been on it. So we were like, come over here. You have to stand here to see Beck perfectly. (laughs) And we let them. And when the doors opened behind us in the Imperial Cruiser, the mom was facing the wrong way with her camera, (laughs) ready to take a picture, ready for the doors to open. Oh, no. Pointed that way, honey. <laughs> that way. <laughs> Have they added back in all the things that they cut out because of social distancing? They did. So you get to see Ray again in the first room. I think was that 
Well, you get to see that. And the other thing they cut down on for social distancing was the Imperials, like... Interacting with you in fun ways. But I noticed they didn't really interact as aggressively as they used to. Mm. So I don't know if it was just like the ride had just opened and they were having more fun or somebody complained or I don't know. Yeah. When I went, like they still interacted with us, even though that part was shorter. They obviously didn't have as much time to harass us, but they still did. Because when we first went, I think I had like a Stormtrooper shirt on one time and they were like, nice job. I like what you're wearing. (laughs) And like one time I had R2 and they're like, what is that? (laughs) Like they used to do more than they do now. And I don't know if it's because of the times or if the excitement's worn off. Yeah. Yeah. Still my favorite ride. It's amazing. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So did you have any trouble getting into the park? You know what we were talking about is I don't know why they're still not doing the trams. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they do the shuttle buses at Toy Story parking lot, oh. which is an enclosed vehicle. So you would think that like maybe a tram would be better because it's open air. Open air, but and there's songs about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're still not doing yeah. the tram, so we had to walk the whole tram route, which. By the end of the day, we didn't even stay all day. We stayed till probably around two. And we were like, oh, we did the park. Now we have to walk the whole tram <laughs> yeah. route back to the car. Mm-hmm. So um, the lines are actually not bad. The big rides got pretty long right away. So we didn't do like Space Splash mm-hmm. or Matterhorn. But other than that, we got on everything else within like 20 to 30 minutes. Cool. But I hear some other people had some trouble getting yeah. into the park. I guess you didn't really see my segue there. Transition time! <laughs> but yeah, apparently a couple of days ago, um, Disney had some app issues with the Disney app. And people couldn't pull up their Disney ticket. So people were stuck at the gate. And there have been pictures of just, like, people stranded outside of basically an esplanade between DCA and Disneyland that they can't get in. Because, like, people, I mean, I'm one of those, like, overthinkers where I would print out my ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people don't really do that these days. So, yeah, people were just like, I can't get my ticket out and just standing around. But, yeah, people were stranded. What's a printer? <laughs> what is <Printer>. paper? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it isn't just Disney that's, like, made the transition to e-ticketing. It's mm-hmm. now something that they're doing for concerts. A lot of Ticketmaster venues, a lot of access venues. They do only mobile ticketing now to someone, some of those. And they do even, like, crazier stuff where it's a rotating barcode, which is... To, kind of help them prevent people from reselling their tickets. Mm. Um, so it's, it is something that uh, I feel like a lot of producers of events and owners of venues are doing to kind of like try to control, maintain control over mm-hmm. tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love technology, but it's not always reliable yeah, and yeah. that's really frustrating. Yeah. I mean, fortunately well, I guess kind of fortunately it happened during the middle of the day when like people from the other parks could park hop. Ah. Yeah. So there were already some people inside the park, but the people trying to park hop. Yeah. It was, they were out of luck. That's frustrating. Yeah. Bring back passes. Yeah. Bring back fast passes there. So I didn't realize until recently that there's a lot of people out there that hate fast passes. (laughs) I love them. 
I guess I know how to use them, so I love them. If you don't know how to use a fast pass, learn to use a fast pass and you'll love them, I promise. I somewhat miss the days when they used to print out the ticket and that was how you got back on before the app because for some reason it never failed. Somebody would always be like, hey, I'm not using this fast pass and you're hot and attractive. Do you want it? <laughs> oh, you were just so lucky that way. I, I would always have people just randomly be like, do you want our fast pass? And I'm like, all right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would sometimes just get stuck on rides and get them that way. Oh, they still do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you just can't walk up and get a fast pass the way we used to. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're worth it. I think it's weird that people don't like them because it wasn't just to give the convenience it's also to have help manage the length of the lines mm-hmm. like because then that causes traffic problems when a line goes all the way out of the queue area or when you have to share a step with someone as they go at <coughs> you there was a Karen in front of us with a baby on one side and a huge backpack on the other. And she was like standing in the middle of the row and this guy couldn't get around her. And he just kind of pushed and oh, no. she like whipped all the way. Around. It was funny. <laughs> she gave him the dirtiest look and he smiled and said, he's sorry, but we loved it. <laughs> like, get out of the way. <laughs> Move, B. Get out the way. That was in my brain, but then I'm like, I can't do it. It's a family show. All right. I think that's everything for this week. Yeah. 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 Food truck. Food truck. Food truck. <laughs> Is that we're going to drive to Florida. We are. Going to meet me there in my van. We'll have plenty of food on the way. And then you can clap for me while I run. Where can people follow your van adventure? Well, I don't have anything yet, but I'm sure I'll post something on Rachel Babette's <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> but I do have a podcast called A Real Bodice Ripper that's about romance novels, and it's fun. That's all she's allowed to say about it on this show. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and you can find all three of us where, Alan? At, um... Let's get say Marvelous Galaxy at Disney. No. <laughs> at this exact moment, yes. <laughs> at Once Upon a Cult, where we talk about a cult every other week. Yeah. Yeah, and this week we talk about happy science. Yeah, which yeah. sounds so happy. <laughs> ties into this show because the leader was once Yoda in one of his past lives. It all connects, you guys. It all connects. And what has nothing to do with this show is my other show, Hanging with the Hollowells, <laughs> where yeah. we're going through the original Charm show. I mean, oh. sometimes you talk about witches that are in Disney. You're right? so hot right now. Oh, I know. We do bring up Disney a lot. I mean, how can you not? I know. Kevin and I are both huge Disney nerds, and he doesn't like Star Wars. So what? whenever there's any reference to Star Wars I could pull out of my hat... <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. So it ties It's in. always good to just, you know, pelt people with things that they don't like. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Beat them into submission. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with more Gossingtons for you. Yay. Thank you. Hopefully no Rachel. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heart.